Hello everyone, this is Java coming back at you. Today we are going to talk about change. Can people change? Always a big question. What if you want to change? And can you help others change? Here we go! This is Java coming back at you. It's so great to be back with another great edition of True You Character Building. Again, just helping you build the best version of you, helping you build your true self. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. Today we got a great show. We are going to talk about change. And I've been, I've been wanting to do this one for a while now because it just seems to be something that's been coming up a lot in my life over the last few months. I've really focused... Um, these first few podcasts of this season to changing things up to um, things that have been happening in my life, things that I feel that I'm going through right now. And I think change is a big one, um, especially with everything going on in our world today. I feel, I feel like what I'm doing with, with some of my friends, with some of my family members, I hear this a lot. I hear things like, oh, do you think they're ever going to change? Or do you think that this person will change? Or do you think that, you know, they just need to change. They just need to change the way they're thinking. They need to change the way they're acting. And so the question always went through my head is, well, can people change? And so, and that's a big question. I'm sure that you hear about that a lot, right? Sometimes you hear about how someone has changed. And sometimes they use it for the better. Sometimes they use it for the worse. Oh, that person's changed. Like, we're not friends anymore. Or, oh, no, they've changed. They've really, their attitude has shaped up everything. I know we say a lot in the teaching world referring to students. Oh, they've changed a lot. So the question is, like, why? If somebody does change, why do they change? Why does he or she change? What led them to change? And then sometimes I feel like more and more today people are trying to change others or seeing if a person will change based on the influence that they can have on them. And so all this leads me to two basic themes for today, right? Two basic topics for today. What if you want to change? Can other people change? It's two big topics, right? So let's first talk about ourselves and us, and then let's focus on others because I think it's two completely separate different things, so I want to separate them out. So first, we'll focus on us or on you, right? You as my audience. I want to focus on you. So let's say you want to change something about yourself. The big question is, is that easy? And of course it's not, right? Well, the answer is no. Um, change takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. We all know that. If, if we could all just change... Well, then that would happen, right? Like, oh, that person needs to change. That person's really stubborn. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in months. It probably won't even happen. It may not ever happen, right? People are who they are for the most, for the most case, right? People don't just all of a sudden change because you want them to change. So let's say there's something about you that you want to change, right? So how do you go about that? I know, for example, 
let's go ahead and talk about me. One of the things that I have been working very hard on changing about myself is my lack of patience. And I'm laughing because it's something that is brought up a lot between me and my beautiful wife. <laughs> like She is the first to point out that one of my areas that I really need to work on is my patience, especially now that we have children. And this has been, I've been pushed. I have really been pushing patience, as they say, right? The, what's the saying? Patience is a virtue. Uh, it's a virtue that I absolutely have needed to work on. And so teaching my kids to be patient, where I find my, for example, my little one, Isla, God bless her, I love her to death. She's almost two now. She has no patience, right? And she's a, she's a tiny baby. And, but then even Jade, who's five going on six, she, I, I find myself so often saying like, Jade, you need to have patience. You need to have patience. Patience, with, patience for mom, patience for me. I find myself saying that a lot. Well, I very much am a believer that as a parent or as a teacher, I need to model that myself before I can expect my child or my student in class to model that same behavior. Absolutely. So I need to make sure that I have patience. Because if I don't, if I don't show patience, Jay's not going to show patience. And you bet my little one, Isla, is not going to show patience at all. So this is why... This is something that I've realized that I really, really, really need to work on. And, and my patience level, whether it be driving, <laughs> I do. I don't know if the word is road rage. I don't know if it's that, but I do get frustrated a lot on the road. But I also find myself wanting answers right away. I find myself, you know, just, just a lot of things in life. Like I just want, as they say, instant gratification. I want immediate feedback. I want this. I want, and I've been working on patience. And you can ask my wife, it's something that I've been really working on when I find myself not having patience. So for example, let's say I send an email and I'm like, why didn't they got back to me? Or send a text message. Why didn't they got back to me? My wife always is on me and be like, you need to show patience. You need to have patience. And it's something that, and I appreciate that she does that because it's something I'm working on, especially for day in and day out things that I'm doing with my children. I know that there's things that they frustrate me with. I need to have more patience for them. And I really, really work on that, especially with them. And I know it's helping. So what does it take to instill change, right? Because this, for example, for me, patience is something. You may want to do a little self-reflection. If you haven't done it already, you may want to do it right now. Are there any areas of your life that you want to change? So, because the first step, the first step in anything involving change is to be self-aware, right? And I, I know this is so awesome. Like it always goes back to that one podcast on self-awareness, which by the way, is my number one downloaded podcast ever. People love that one, which is great to see. It's, it's wonderful. I'm glad people are listening to the one on self-awareness. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Anyway, you need to be self-aware. You need to realize what specifically do you want to change? So awareness is the number one thing. Secondly, you need to want to change. There is no one that is going to make you change. A person will only change if he or she wants you. Period. And I'm saying that because there are so many things that we do in our lives that we're like, no, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. Like, you're not going to change. You only, you only 
person that's going to make you change in this world is you. Period. Your mom, your dad, your siblings, your, even your significant other. It is going to be a very tough road for them to make you change. In fact, a lot of times we're going to talk about this, you may learn to resent them. If you want change, you have to want it yourself. And you have to want to go through the process yourself. So what is that process? So there's, there's a whole diagram here that psychologists and stuff use. I'm looking at right now, of course, we're on podcasts, so I know that you have a difficult time looking at it. But if you ever want to look up on Google or whatever, the stages of change, there's six main stages of change, right? And this has been studied and studied, and so they basically come down to six. You may see eight. I've seen eight before or whatever, but they're all basically the same, right? So how does this work? How, how does the levels of change, if you want to say, go about? So first is they call it pre-contemplation. That's raising awareness. You need to raise awareness that you want something to change. There needs to be something that you're aware of that you want to change. Then it's called contemplation. Now you need to decide like, okay, do I want to change it or not? For example, for me, I realize I have a problem with patience. Step one. Step two, do I want to change that? That's up to me. It's completely up to me, and I'm the only one that can make that decision. Nobody else is going to tell me to do it. No one else is going to encourage me. uh, That's all crap. I'm just being real with you. Like, yes, you can have people that motivate you and encourage you. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. That should happen. That's a great thing, and you should surround yourself with people that will embrace you for the changes that you're even going through, right? We've talked about before. Surround yourself with people that matter. Surround yourself with people that accept you for who you are. So yes, you should have that, but the only person that is absolutely going to change you is you. Nobody else. So then, step three is determination. Now, you want, you've decided you want to change this, so now you need to take the appropriate steps or choose the appropriate strategies to go about changing it. Okay, so how am I going to do this? Well, next time that one of my kids does something, I'm going to show a lot more patience. Or next time I'm driving on the road, I'm not going to get frustrated if somebody doesn't hit the gas right when the light turns green. It's funny, we were just at a John Mellencamp show and he brought that up. He's like, just chill out, man. Like, the light turned green and somebody doesn't go right away, like, just accept that. <laughs> that was a really funny thing that he said. Anyway, so true. And then step four is action. So now you need to be conscious and be aware, and start to implement your strategies. So when something happens, are you going to change and start to be more self-aware and be like, okay, take a step back. Hold on. I'm not used to this, but this is something I got to do. I'm going to follow this strategy and this strategy to help me change the way I'm going about this. And I do that now. I try to be much more aware that I need to be patient, take a step back. Maybe I walk away a little bit. Maybe I have my wife deal with it, maybe I just like cool off, whatever it may be. I am implementing strategies to help me personally with patience, for example, and whatever you want to change about yourself. Then it becomes maintenance. That's step five. Maintenance, of course, now is that you have now developed these new skills. So now you just got to fine tune them. You just got to keep working on them. You just got to, and that's why we call it maintenance. And now step six is recurrence. 
So now if that happens again, you know exactly how to handle it. So what happens is that you go from awareness to actions to implementation. And then what happens is that it really becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. It goes from not being normal to being very normal. And those are the steps of change. Become aware. Become determined that you want to change it. Install strategies or actions to make it happen. Continue to do it until it becomes a habit. That's basically it. That's how it works. It takes a long time. It takes a while. Change does not happen overnight. It's going to take you weeks, months, years to change. Absolutely. And you need to be aware of that. And you need to be ready for that long haul. And if you see somebody going through this, you need to be patient with them. If you're with somebody and they are changing, they want to change in there. Like, for example, when I talk to my wife, she is awesome. She is very patient. Speaking of patience. She is, she's a very patient person in general on most things, more things than I am. <laughs> I will tell you that right now. I know my weaknesses. Okay, I definitely do, and I know her strengths. She is much more patient than I am. I will tell you right now that she works with me to make sure that I am constantly improving, and she calls me out when I need to, or she helps direct me when I need to. But you need to be aware. You need to know it's going to take a while, and eventually it will become a habit. So now let's move on to the second part, to the second theme of day. Can other people change? So we've already talked about you. We've talked about identifying something, the process to go through, if you want to change something. I gave you an example of mine. Can other people change? And what do I, what do I mean by this? Like, have you ever had anyone in your life that you feel needs a change or may change it? Like, like they do something in a certain way, and then you're like, they got to change that, man. That's not going to be good for them. This, this bothers me. Like, how are they going to go through it? Like, we all do that, right, in our heads. We may not say it out loud, but, like, we hope that, or, like, we think that. And, yes, it's not good. It's not, like, you know, like, that's why we don't outwardly say it, but I think maybe sometimes we say it to others. But we all think that. We all do. We may not be conscious of it, in our lives, but we sometimes hope that some people will change. I think the biggest example of this, if you're looking for example, is being in a relationship, right? Now, thankfully, I'm I'm married. I've been married for nine years, but God knows for a long time I was in the dating world. And when I was first dating my wife, like there was something that I learned very, very early. And and I'm I'm already going to go ahead and give it away. People don't change. People don't. People don't change unless they want to. And so what that means, though, is that you have to accept them for who they are. One of the biggest pitfalls that people get into when they get in a relationship, and again, I'm using relationship example of seeing or wanting people to change or seeing and saying, hey, that person needs to change. A lot of times people get in a relationship and they say, oh, he or she is doing this. That's not going to last. They got to change that. No. No, they, they, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, and I mean, yes, there's levels here, right? Like, I mean, if they're, you know, God forbid, if they're cheating on you, yes, that needs to change, right? Absolutely. But if they are just stubborn because they're a stubborn personality, 
Do you think that's going to change? If they like to, uh, if they like to have a lot of personal time, and they like to have a lot of alone time, and that's just who they are, do you think that's going to change? I don't. I mean, it may change a little bit, but you have to ask yourself: Are you okay with where they are? I'll give you an example. Speaking of, you know, having personal time. I was once in a relationship years and years and years ago, well before my wife, where I wanted this girl to change. I will fully admit it. I went into this relationship, and yes, she was pretty and this and that, and I really came to like her a lot. And the more we went out, the more I realized, like, okay, um, so I'm, and I think you guys know me, I'm a very outgoing person. I'm, I'm, I love to be social. I love to be out there. I love to make friends and be around people. Well, the the girl I was with, you know, she was more of an introvert. I was definitely an extrovert. She was much, much more of an introvert. And yes, I'll even tell you right now that my wife in a lot of ways is an introvert. And I'll talk more about that in a second. But we make it work, and I'll explain more that in a second. But this girl that I was dating at the time was very much an introvert. Going to a big social event took a lot out of her. And she would even tell me like she would need time to recoup mentally and otherwise afterwards and this and that. And it got to a point after dating for a number of months or whatever that it really was bothering me. Because I like I just want to do this and I just want to do that. And she didn't want to come. She wanted to stay home and just do her thing and not be around anyone. And, and it really led to problems in our relationship. And I was like, oh. Well, and I found myself like being like, okay, cool. well, you need to come. Like You need to go. And like, I found myself trying to push her to change. And all that did was separate us more. All that did was divide us even more. That's who she is. That's who she is. I'm sure, and God knows I haven't seen her in, what, 20 years or whatever. I'm sure that she's still like that today. Maybe not exactly, but probably pretty close. Especially at that age when we were dating, like we were in our mid-20s, late-20s. I don't think that people are going to change that much at that point. It's not like all of a sudden, like overnight, she's going to become this huge extrovert. And I had to accept her for who she was. And I wasn't willing to do that time. So I, so I had two options. Either I accept her for who, she is, for who she is, or I get the heck out of the relationship. And at time, and, and you know how it is. Like when we're in relationships, we fight it. We're like, oh, well, maybe, maybe we can make it work. And maybe this. you got to know where your boundaries are. You do. Because people will not change. And I absolutely learned that as I went through my time. And by the time I got to my beautiful wife, Michelle, I had it down. I knew that she is who she is and she's not going to change. Right? That's, that's exactly who she is. There are so many things about Michelle that I've fully accepted that this is her. Right? And she's fully accepted this is me. For example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I, and I think I've talked to you guys about this before. I love to learn. I love to read textbooks and newspaper articles and anything that gives me information. Right? One thing I don't like to do is read books or novels or stories. Like, just take a big book, 300 pages long, and read it. It's not my thing. It's not. My wife loves to do it. Loves to do it. She's in bed every night reading this story or that story. We were watching something the other day on Apple Plus TV, and she was like, oh, I read the book for this. It was so good. So we watched the video. We watched the, uh, what you call the miniseries on it. But that's just not me. But she has never tried to change me. 
She has never, ever been like, I think you need to stop reading. Just so you know, I did have a girl in the past that did try to do that. She wanted me to read. And she wanted me to read like the way she read. And she would ask me questions and she would bring it up. And, and you know what happened? I came to resent her. I did. I came to resent her. I, instead, I was just like, why can't you just accept me for who I am? Why do you want me to change in this person that I'm not? And, and we had, and I'll be honest with you, we had a terrible breakup. We did. I'm, I'm fully honest. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, we had a very amicable breakup. No, it was, it was bad. I was very down and depressed for a while. I know that she was miserable for a while. It was, it was really bad, okay? But I know part of that reason was is because we weren't accepting each other for who each other was. And that's just one example. One example is a book. Is that she wanted me to read these novels and stories, and she would give me them. Like I remember once she gave me Frankenstein. She's like, you should read this. I, I want you to read this. You should read this. And I'm just like, I remember looking at me like, but this isn't me. Like, I don't, I don't really want to. Like, just accept me for who I am. And so that's how it's got to be. We, we need to realize that we cannot change people. And if we try to change them, if we try to instill change and be like, hey, you got to change. You got to do this. They're going to learn to resent us. They're going to come to resent us. And that's exactly what's happened. And I learned that so well. In my, and that's why I'm so happy I got married when I was older. Because these were all mistakes that I was making when I was younger. People do not change, especially when they are pushed to change. And so I will tell you that right now. And I hope that when people come in your lives, you learn to accept them for who they are. And when you're in a relationship, you really have to take that step back and realize that, like, this is the person I'm married. This is who they are. They may change little things here and there. But personality-wise, if you want somebody to change who they are personality-wise, forget about it. Why are you even with that person? And again, and again, I'm speaking from experience. I'm absolutely speaking from experience. You may have friends. Let's talk about friends. You may have friends that think differently than you. You may say, oh, if I talk to them enough or if I show them this or if I show them that, like maybe they'll change their way of thinking. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good to have those conversations. You should challenge each other. I think that's healthy. I think that that's good. But when you keep pushing, and when, and again, I'm speaking from experience, I'll tell you right now, I'm speaking from very, 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 very recent experience. This is something I've been experiencing over the last six months, year, with, with a couple of friends, okay, well, especially one in particular. And I feel like they are trying to change the way I think. And they're sending me this, and they're sending me that, and they're sending me this. And I know some of it has nothing but good intentions, but I can tell that some of it is like the way you're thinking, I don't agree with. I think you should look at this and maybe you should change your way of thinking. Don't do that. Because if you do that to me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to push back the other way. I'm going to be like, oh, you're trying to change me this way? I'm going to dig in my heels even more and go that way. And that's what happens. And that's what happens a lot too, is that when you push people to change. And when it becomes very evident, and very clear that you are trying to change them, not only will it not work, it will have the opposite effect that you want to. People will dig in their heels even more and say, heck no, you're trying to make me change. Now I'm definitely going to be this way. And it, it leads to resentment. It leads to 
you know, friendships and relationships breaking apart. So to answer the question, do people change? You can change if you want to change. And only you can make that decision. But you should never, ever go into any relationship, friendship, or anything thinking that, oh, that person will change. You have to accept them for who they are. And that's one of the most beautiful things about being in a relationship or friendship is accepting people for who they are. What a great show. Here we go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening to another great edition of True You Character Building. Again, if you are interested in me coming out for a presentation, a workshop, I'm happy to do that. Some great things on the horizon here as we keep going with True You. Again, I hope that you are building your true self as we all are, as I am. I will see you on the next episode. Have a great one.